When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. episode of the lakers fast break podcast it's gerald glassford come right back at you here from lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football and game source we truly appreciate everyone out there listen to all of our shows and if you can please give us a five star review on apple podcasts plus if you can like share subscribe follow or do anything that you can to support us right here at the lakers fast break pop culture cosmos inside sports fantasy football Game Source, the great folks at Lakerholics.com who need all the support that you can give them right now after a tough loss today. Plus also the great folks at the Hoopheads Podcast Network. It is sincerely appreciated. One day after his first start ever at the position of the center, and one day before he turns the golden age of 37, LeBron James comes into Memphis buoyed by a one-game winning streak that the team has after just canceling out the last five-game losing streak the team has and seeing if they could right their ship and especially gain some ground on the fourth place in the Western Conference Memphis Grizzlies with John Moran and the rest of his great crew out there that plays hard defense, they play hard-nosed, they're really athletic. And they're really a good team. So people are, who are underestimating right now, please stop doing that because they are a good team. But unfortunately, after a strong two and a half quarters, LeBron, with about four minutes left in the third period, had to go and exit the game to catch a breath because the guy looked tired. And you know what? Unfortunately, that's when the down momentum started as far as the the just the way that the game was flowing because right there the Lakers were leading by 14 in the third quarter things were looking pretty good but LeBron goes out of the game the reserves can't hold a 10-point lead act by the end of the third quarter it actually is below 10 and the epic collapse began as the NBA's team with the most leads that they've blown over 10 points so that means that the Lakers have blown more 10-point leads than anybody in the NBA. Blew another one as they had another epic collapse with just poor execution down the stretch. And LeBron, you could see not only was he trying to do what best he can to try and keep the Lakers in the game, but also make up for the many mistakes by Russell Westbrook, THT, and others as they once again fell to the Memphis Grizzlies in a key game that they needed to have 
104 to 99. Now they are 17 and 19, heading back home to the Crypto.com Center for a game on New Year's Eve. And here today to talk about the game is a good man indeed. You got to go ahead and catch what he does with his daily articles or after game articles, I should say. Five things seems like it's almost every day. It is Jamie Sweet. Jamie, great to have you here. Unfortunately, again, another epic collapse. That's what this team does. And that's what, unfortunately, this team is going to get for now. Yep. You don't know what to say anymore. Well, I can tell you right now, just based off the volume of viewers, they're here for the wins. Unfortunately, (laughs) right now, they're not too many for the losses. But I salute everybody who's watching and listening right now. Yes, thank you. And thanks for everybody who tunes in at a later date, uh, checking us out and giving us a listen. And like Joe said, five-star review, please. Yes, Uh, yes. I think. You know, you can look at the box score. You can just kind of see the Lakers ran out of gas. They managed yes. 16 whopping points in the fourth quarter. This is where a young guys got to step up. You know, second game of back-to-back. Prove, prove, prove you got something to, you know, something to bring to the table. And Monk, THT, you know. Monk was okay, 15 points. THT, unfortunately, another no-show game for him with four points. Carmelo Anthony, two for 11. I do want to say, Russell Westbrook, if you look at the box score, again, the box score is very deceiving because, yes, 16 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists, a, another triple-double, but some key turnovers, some key mistakes, an absolutely yeah. blown layup, which nobody was guarding him, and he went in there and just blew it on his own. It's like, it's like it was actually six on four because he seemed to be playing defense on himself. So it really was just very disappointing to see and again, he was part of that reserve crew leading the reserves. It was basically him and the reserves at the end of the four, third quarter that, that let them back in the game with, a, with an epic collapse where LeBron was sitting on the game. And it just seems like those individuals out there that want Russell Westbrook to say that there's no problem with Russ, that they're, you know, that keep Russ and Russ, Russ is not the problem. I don't know what you're looking at because you're not looking at the Lakers games. I don't think Russ is the problem, Joe. <laughs> I don't think you're watching the Lakers games. You must be watching, like, it must say Warriors on your screen when you're watching. No, no, it. it's, it's definitely the Lakers. Listen, okay, so Russ and LeBron both had five turnovers. LeBron had a couple of turnovers down the stretch that were tired, old guy. My birthday, my 37th birthday is tomorrow, and I'm in the NBA playing at a high-level turnovers. I... The, Regardless of the circumstances by which the turnovers occurred, they both had turnovers late in the game. Uh, Russ changed his mind on that, was going to be a dunk, then went for the finger roll. I think he's just got to shoot layups from here on out. It seems like he la- he doesn't have the explosiveness right now. Well, the, he was uh, said on the uh, telecast that he makes more layups than anybody in the NBA. But he probably make- also misses more NBA layups than, the, than this anyone. Is, this is, you, you, listen, it's an intensity issue with uh, at Westbrook, and the issue is he's not going to – He's never not going to be intense. So there's good and bad that comes with that. The team leading rebounds again, or I'm sorry, second on the team in rebounding, leading the team in assists. Russ attacks the rim a lot, and he shot zero free throws to, I mean, the Lakers as a team shot eight to the Grizzlies 29. So that right there tells me 
I, I don't know what the refs, what game, the, maybe the get, the refs were watching the Warriors games on their phone during the, uh, because that to me is a little astounding that the, the Memphis played such stellar defense the entire game that for all the times that Russ drives the ball into the paint and attacks the rim, he got to the line zero times. Seems but the Lakers bit. took 11 more threes, so that was part of it, but you're right, not getting as any. But we don't, we're not a close team. LeBron, one of LeBron's free throws was a technical from the illegal defense. So both Russ and LeBron live in the paint. And for them to, you know, not shoot at least a couple of free throws each is to me a little bit astounding. And then for the Lakers not to take advantage of the John Morant injury and really just not have the same level of execution late in the game that we had against Houston is, I think, uh, on the coaching staff. I mean, you got we had a couple of timeouts down the stretch. Uh, Memphis challenged a foul, which I thought was another blown call because there's clearly contact with LeBron's legs always in the air on the on the shot attempt. I don't. Well, they're saying he kicked his legs out intentionally. That's just the most absurd thing I've ever heard. Uh, I, I mean, this this is what I'm saying. That there, there was a little bit of home cooking helping out the Grizzlies tonight. It was a little bit of eight on five, in my opinion, because I, I find it shocking, <laughs> shocking that Russell Westbrook shot zero free throws and LeBron James really basically shot, you know, two. So that to me is a little bit astounding. But, you know, Morant with a sensational game, sensational. Uh, 41 points, 10 rebounds. I would argue that he's the most exciting player to watch in the NBA right now. That if I were I to... Would not, I would not dispute that. I, I, I mean, dispute the, that. the guy... The guy plays the game the way you want to see the game played and he plays the game at a high level. And he does it pretty consistently. It's unfortunate that LeBron tied but did not pass his three-point shooting career high tonight. For the fourth time, he tied it with eight. Like I said yesterday, we don't have any more learning games left in the season. So, you know, the late-game execution is an issue for this team. The defense, which we knew was going to be an issue based on the roster that was assembled, is a huge issue. And, you know, you know, we got nobody on the bench who comes in and defends. We got Collison, Tucker, and Carmelo. And, you know, Carmelo had an awful game tonight, two for 11, one for eight from three. I think the, the three that he hit was maybe in the first half or maybe even in the first quarter. I don't remember. I don't recall. You know, our bench managed 18 points. On a back-to-back game, you need the bench to show up a little bit. You need some guys who aren't the focal point of the offense to show up a little bit. And, you know, THD didn't show up. Collison in his 11 minutes was a minus 16. I think he and Russ shared the floor a lot, which, you know, that's part of the problem is that, like, Stanley Johnson, just... the uh, the flavor of the month to Lakers right. fans that absolutely love him, he was a minus 18. The so. whole bench, not, not one plus guy on the bench. The bench was terrible tonight. Uh, well, defense... that's because, again, again, like I said, a major part of that was that run at the end of the third quarter where they just couldn't buy a basket. LeBron was yeah. sitting on the bench, and Russ is leading this these these reserves and they're not there's nothing happening the execution no. was extremely poor the execution yep and he you know he, he i think he the, the fact that russ gets as many assists with some of the guys he plays with is i think a credit to his talent but what you want to see and i thought i thought our decision making in the fourth quarter was just really poor uh, across the board and you know credit memphis memphis forced us away from what we were doing well in the first half and 
made us give it to, you know, they left the guys open who were missing. They left Mel open. They left, you know, they left all the bench guys open. And the bench guys obliged them by missing. And most of these are Kamala Anthony, so not a lot of blame to be passed around. But the bench went, and what, Stanley Johnson hit three. The bench went two for uh, 13 from three. The starting unit played great, you know. People are going to be like, oh, the minutes that Dwight played, 16 whole minutes of basketball. Dwight was two for three. And we were plus 17. He led the team in plus minus. So we didn't lose the game because we played a center. We lost the game because we have no bench. We have no bench. We haven't had a bench all season. And I don't understand why you only play nine guys in a back-to-back as well. I don't understand why Wayne Ellington, either of the Joneses, don't see the floor. When you need energy, when you need movement, when you need somebody who's got, you know, some fresh legs at some point. And I don't know. You know, I uh, the whole... The whole thing with, with COVID and Fisdale is, you know, it's not it's not being Vogel, but Vogel's texting us uh, halftime adjustments and giving the blessing for such and such player to play and so on and so forth. All of it is just a little too weird for me, and it's not working. Uh, it hasn't worked all season. Whoever's coaching, whoever's on the floor, we're wasting a superlative season from LeBron James and... The guys who people talk about trading, I don't see us being able to trade them and get back players that are going to change this, change the course, alter the alter the you know the flow of reality. Because the reality is, you know, unless we trade Westbrook for like four really great bench guys, four really good players, and waive for the minimum contract guys who are over thirty three, you're just bringing back somebody who sucks away the majority of your salary cap. So next summer. It's just as hard to build a real basketball team again. So, you know, I don't know. There's a stat right now. LeBron James is leading the league in however many games he's played, 24 now, right, 25, in 30-point games. He's He has 14, which is one more than Curry, Kevin, and Trey, and two more than Jason Tatum. So three more, sorry, than Jason Tatum. And he was one of those threes away from a from a 40-point game. You know, the man's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And he's turning 37 tomorrow. He's turning 37 tomorrow. So I don't know what he's got to do to earn some respect in this league in terms of, you know, A, people defying him, you know, questioning his ability to do this or that. But also, I'm not going Like, let the man shoot a free throw or three. Like, come on. Like, he's in the paint. He's battling. Nobody's going to argue with me and convince me that Memphis's defense is that good. Uh, it's still pretty good. I think it, you know, when they were able not to go ahead and hunker down, they, they did a good job of at least in the fourth quarter, but you're right. The, the disparity in the number of free throws, I think speaks volumes right there. I also think that maybe with LeBron James in for most of his career, it was not about LeBron James, about how brilliant he was, it's about how he could elevate his teammates around him. Unfortunately, he's still, at the level by himself on a statistical sense, and also what you see at the eye test, still there doing everything he can, but he's just not able to do it all alone from this point forward. I would argue that that's based as much on the quality of the teammates around him as it is on his ability to elevate them. I mean, we're not talking about Chris Bosh, Ray Allen, Dwayne Wade, a young Udonis Haslam, or a young Kyrie Irving. We're talking about Guys who are at the tail end of their careers looking for a ring, playing on minimum deals. At the end of the season, wherever we end up, I'll be happy to talk about the methodology by which we built this team. But I disagree with just about all of it. 
I, I think that we lost too much of what had won a championship and for what a bunch of guys who are, you know, can't, can't even get on the, I mean, Ellington couldn't get on the floor in this game. Like what's that all? Well, Ellington has been awful. Absolutely awful. So don't get yeah, me but again, we're, in the, we're in the second game of back, back to back. You put Russ out there with Collison who hasn't played in <laughs> two years. there's there's questionable things there's a lot of questions going on in my mind that i just don't understand the i'm sure there's a reason i'm just uh, it it doesn't change my my uh observation that it's it's, some of these choices are pretty terrible that they are indeed this is Raphael from nbadraftjunkies.com and you are listening to the lakers fast break Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. If you have a better movie in the can, why is that not the movie that you released in the first place? I would say it's more culturally relevant than The Simpsons and Rick and Morty. Like It has become a staple of American entertainment. I think Dragon Age 4 is carrying the future of Bioware on its shoulders. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Catch our shows on Worldwide Radio seven days a week and wherever you get your podcasts. But once again, the Lakers falter with another epic collapse. Again, they lead the league, unfortunately, in a stat you don't want to lead the league in, and that's the most 10-point leads blown by one NBA team. And, of course, they blow another one today. And the score on that one was 104 to 99 to the Memphis Grizzlies. And just arrived is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com, man who needs to go ahead and unmute his mic if he can because he's not plugged in. It is Laker Tom. And Laker Tom, unfortunately, another epic collapse for the team after two and a half good quarters. Like I told Jamie, the momentum started on the downswing as soon as LeBron left late in the third quarter. It was left to Russell Westbrook and the reserves, and unfortunately, they couldn't get it done. More bad choices and bad performances as far as Russell Westbrook is concerned down the stretch with an epic layup missed and some really tough decisions in the fourth quarter. But again, poor execution by the entire team, and they've got another L in the loss column. Yeah, but it's more of the same thing that we've been saying that you've got to expect. You know, we're, we're dealing with a couple of key players, four key players still out. So we're playing rotations that have, you know, and and I I do the same thing. I'm screaming at Fizdale for what kind of rotation he had in there with LeBron. Finally puts LeBron back in the game, and he puts him in the game with THT, with Bradley, with Stanley. You know, it was a lineup that had nobody who could score. And LeBron is basically playing one against five on offense. And part of that, obviously, is that, we have some big mistakes on the roster guys who just basically cannot play a bunch of other guys who basically are injured and can't get onto the court. And you, you're filling these in with a whole bunch of, you know, emergency people brought in on the hardship 10 day contracts. And it makes it very difficult to, to have any continuity, you know? So it was a disappointing game. I mean, LeBron played great and you could see that he had to be winded a little bit at the end there obviously bumbled up that last call. Russ, geez, I just don't understand, you know. When you're that athletic, can't you just drop the ball in the basket? You know, <laughs> drop it in the middle of the basket rather than rather than trying to play with it all the time and so forth. And, and you know, it's just so frustrating because there was a period during there where we built up that lead where 
I kept yelling. My wife finally says, stop yelling that. And I kept yelling, great pass, Russ. Great pass, Russ. Great pass, Russ. Over and over and over. And at that point, he had 12 assists and only three turnovers. Now, the three turnovers were typical dumb turnovers that had no chance of going anywhere. And for God's sake, you know, one thing if you're a point guard, you figure out right away who you can't throw the ball on a bounce pass to. Don't throw Dwight a bounce pass. He can never catch that bounce pass. Uh, that was that was Monk. That was Monk. Well, Russ did it too. It, it was just, it's just so frustrating that, that you know, but again, you, this is a game that isn't going to matter down the road. The Western Conference <laughs> is a total mess. I think we showed that we could easily beat the Grizzlies if we have our if we have our full lineup and they have their full lineup. I'll put what we're missing versus Dylan Brooks any day of the week. So we're improving. The process is improving. The results are still sketchy because we still have lineups that are that have players that are just not going to do anything positive. Um, we can't win. Russ can't win alone. The non-LeBron win. It's obviously, especially on a night where he doesn't get good. Turn Carmelo didn't have a great night. Monk uh, had a good first half, but not a great second half. So, you know, it's just one of those games. You just write it off, and unfortunately, and we're going to have a whole month of these games. And, you know, you just hope now we've got Reeves uh, coming out again, and uh, he will be a big help. Um, if we get Ariza in there, then that really gives us, between Ariza and Reeves, two of our better defenders and good decision makers that basically have been trusted to be part of a rotation and not screw it up. I thought Stanley played well, but there were at least four times in the game where he overplayed a pass, and then the whole defense collapses after that. You either you end up with a wide-open three or a pass over to the corner for somebody and a wide-open three. And it's that discipline you get from not having the same players doing the same things over and over in the game and building up good habits so that you can develop some continuity and perform well. And uh, we didn't do that. We're not doing that. We've got a long way to go to get to that. So you just have to enjoy a, a good, good competitive game. You know, I you don't give Memphis, give Memphis credit. They showed that they were the fourth seed. They're not a fluke. No, no, definitely yeah. not indeed. But the Lakers end up with another epic collapse by losing 104 to 99. We will be back on Friday. New Year's Eve, although Jamie Sweet has already said he will not be back. I won't be here. So happy no, New Year's, everybody. No, yes. So happy New Year's in advance to you, my friend. May it be a good and safe and healthy one for you and the family. Portland will stop by the Crypt, a team that I think there's not too many right now that are struggling worse than the Lakers. But we found one, and they're coming on New Year's Eve to the Crypto.com Arena because Portland will be stopping by. So we'll go ahead after the game. Maybe Laker Tom, hopefully we'll stop by for I'll some. By, Jamie. There you go. Yes. Got to, got to pull it in for Jamie there since he's going to be out partying. Yeah. Just be safe, my friend, just be safe. But yes, we will be celebrating new year's Eve here yeah. with you, Laker Tom and I with a post game for Portland and the Lakers coming at the crypto.com arena. So hopefully that will be a good one. We finally get to wish LeBron a happy birthday. It'll be a, day later so hopefully it'll be a much better 37 than it was a 36 because he had already won the title by the time he was 36 so yeah so you can't it's say a that, shame so. that he didn't have a great game tonight you know at the end that, that he didn't have a good ending to the game well like you said he started to falter i saw yeah. him in the late third quarter 
that's what just before he got came out of the game he's he couldn't even get back on no the I don't I don't understand that how they could not call that a foul the guy came completely in his landing area well what they're saying he kicked out his feet that's what uh basically but that's a natural there. shot when you're do a fadeaway jump shot like that well, I think that's also makeup for the one where he kind of did a uh, collapse by himself. He kind of acted right, when yeah. John Morant did that to charge block well, deal. Yeah, but they didn't uh, challenge that. I mean, it was I, I just couldn't understand that. There's so much attention because the that other was guy a pretty easy call. Feet, that was a pretty both that was feet a, in the landing area, right where LeBron jumped. Yeah, that's just they uh, unfortunately uh, let that one go and uh, went to a jump ball, and of course it led to a. Uh, a three-pointer by John Morant, and then John Morant again. Uh, like I said, it was like Probably a payback from the one yeah. LeBron did, where he took a charge, and unfortunately, it wasn't really a charge. But then again, they went the oh, Lakers' wow. way. But most of the calls went, unfortunately, in the wrong direction, as Jamie noted by the number of free throws that all, were uh, all, attempted. All the calls. <laughs> okay. Well, no, all but one. I think the the one where LeBron flopped. I think that's the one. Uh, that's the one you got to give to the Lakers, but. The the definitely the the three pointer that he shot should have gotten three foul shots on that and Westbrook should have made that easy layup and you know it would have been a different story but unfortunately again it's about late game execution and the calls that you don't get and the Lakers end up losing one hundred four to ninety nine but Jamie Sweet will provide another five things the Lakerholics dot com and of course Laker Tom has his latest article up that you got to go ahead and check out at Lakerholics dot com. It is now a good one with the case for starting LeBron at center, even after Anthony Davis returns, which I read and I kind of like as well. I think that's probably the best idea you can make at this point in time is when AD comes back, keeping LeBron at the number five. He just started there for the first time in Houston. Go right back to it, I think, because at least it worked out for you. You want to know. There you go. Right now, got a win streak with LeBron at five. Maybe you should keep that going, but. Right now, the Lakers are back on a losing streak. Hopefully, they'll go back to their winning ways on New Year's Eve against Portland. But we will be back on Friday, toasting you a happy New Year's Eve right here at the Lakers Fest.